Welcome to the Energize Inc. Monthly Hot Topic on a timely issue in the volunteer field. I'm Jane Cravens, the founder of the CoyoteCommunications.com website and your guest writer for this month's Hot Topic. In my second year of directing the United Nations Online Volunteering Service, formerly a part of NetAid, senior management decided to bring in an outside consultant to analyze the potential of the program. It was late 2002, and I was particularly hungry to hear other perspectives on virtual volunteering. It was exhausting to be one of the few people talking about it, as I had since the mid-1990s. I was so looking forward to what fresh things this consultant, a supposed international expert in online communities and information communications technology for development, would say. You can imagine my shock when he submitted his evaluation and concluded that virtual volunteering was too risky because of safety concerns. He felt that because the volunteers were all remote and because those involving the online volunteers never met them on site or face-to-face, -face, bad things could happen. His conclusion was that the Internet cultivated too much danger and the program should be abandoned. The UN's Online Volunteering Service is hosted by the UN Volunteers Program. UNV places and supports thousands of on-site volunteers throughout the developing world, including in assignments in post-conflict countries where the security situation can be fluid and volunteers must tread oh so carefully, literally and figuratively. The head of UNV at the time, Sharon Kapling Lakija, looked at the report, looked at me, and said, has he not seen where our on-site volunteers are working? I was thankful that Sharon put that report aside and we all ignored its recommendations. But that experience did help me to talk about virtual volunteering more effectively, bluntly addressing possible safety concerns in presentations and workshops before any questions were asked about such. My favorite counter to virtual volunteering is potentially dangerous, is talking about Big Brothers Big Sisters of America, one of the most respected programs in the USA, which has adult volunteers engaging with children in settings unsupervised by any Big Brothers Big Sisters staff or the children's families. Its safety record is outstanding, yet Based on the safety risks many people suddenly become terribly concerned about when learning about virtual volunteering, Big Brother shouldn't exist. Susan Ellis says it best. We live in a world concerned about risk and have evolved an army of designated risk managers, too many of whom judge new roles for volunteers to be fraught with possible accidents or liabilities. Susan also likes to quote Martin Luther King Jr. in talks about risk management in volunteer engagement. Cowardice asks the question, is it safe? Expediency asks the question, is it politic? But conscious asks the question, is it right? That quote is also reflective of just how much Susan and I value volunteer engagement. It's not just a nice thing for a nonprofit to think about. 
It's a necessary thing for an organization to do. Would you really forego involving volunteers? From involving unpaid humans in your work? Because of a fear of what might happen? I was reminded of all these concerns about the safety of clients when volunteers are brought into the picture while working with Nobility, a nonprofit based in Austin, Texas, that promotes accessibility online for people with disabilities and people using assistive technologies. I'm charged with recruiting nonprofits who need a new website to participate in an online hackathon by Nobility called Open Air. But I just can't stop myself from also encouraging participants to improve the section of their website meant to recruit volunteers and celebrate their contributions. One nonprofit has no information at all on their current website about volunteers. And when I asked them why not, they said, Oh, our clients are high-risk individuals. We couldn't have volunteers around them. And I thought of Big Brothers Big Sisters... Meals on Wheels, Domestic Violence Shelters, and all of the other many programs that bring volunteers together with high-risk individuals. Of all the good, even great things those volunteers do, and the sad, even dire things that would happen if their work was stopped. Of course, the nonprofit that balked at the idea of having volunteers around their high-risk clients happily has paid staff around these same clients. So I have to ask, why? How are paid staff less of a risk than unpaid volunteers? I once saw a nonprofit say on an online forum, I need to have some kind of porn blocker software on the computers at our office since volunteers have access to the computers. Are they implying that employees, because of their paychecks, aren't at all inclined to do anything inappropriate on work computers, yet volunteers who are unpaid just can't stay away from online pornography? Paid staff are humans. Unpaid volunteers are humans. And when it comes to humans, what keeps people safe are well-thought-out and continuously evoked risk management standards. Susan has a fantastic short list that I have used to talk to organizations about risk management and volunteer engagement, virtual or otherwise. She suggests that after listing the potential benefits of a particular volunteer engagement scheme, you review the possible risk. Is there any harm that could come of this to anyone? What is the likelihood of such harm occurring? What will be the consequence if we do not deploy volunteers in this way? Other than harm or an accident, what else might be negative about this? Are clients concerned about risk or are they willing to accept some in order to obtain a desired service? Are volunteers themselves concerned about the risk or willing to accept it? In fact, these are great risk management questions for any nonprofit activity, even those that aren't going to involve volunteers. Of course, you cannot stop with just these questions. You have to go through ways to address these risks. More often than not, there are ways to build in safety into volunteer engagement or any proposed activity by a nonprofit through work design, ongoing training, 
ongoing communications, and supervision considerations. Right now, sexual harassment in the workplace is a hot topic all over the news. That's a safety issue and one that we all need to be talking about and addressing, including initiatives that involve volunteers. But I'm not going to let fear of sexual harassment or any other fears of what might happen stop me from involving volunteers, from recommending the involvement of volunteers, nor from exploring new ways for a nonprofit to meet its mission. Because the consequences of not thinking about ways to engage volunteers are just too frightful.